getting into music this is one of the biggest albums that came out personally to me definitely not numbers wise but we're gonna get into that and one of the artists one of my favorite rappers right currently Big Sean finally dropped the album after dropping an album I think in 2015 when I was still in high school like that was insane um so it's been like five years I believe five six years I don't know yeah five years since Big Sean's put out a whole project and now he's came out with a new one a new one called uh, Detroit 2 through good music you know with Kanye and all them he still he still associates with them so not in a bad way I'm just saying he associates with them <laughs> don't want people thinking I hate good music or something like that and basically the Detroit 2 came out a lot of people saying it's solid a lot of people saying it's mediocre a lot of people well not a lot everybody can't a lot of people can't be saying everything some people are saying it's good a lot of people are saying it's mediocre me personally I think it's a great album but Big Sean's my favorite rapper so I may be a little tad bit biased but I try to keep it real for a look I try to get keep it real to a certain extent so Big Sean came out with the track list before he dropped the album and one of the things that stood out to me right away was the features there are so many features on this album and I think that's because of Big Sean's struggles on the billboard charts like unlike Drake unlike Kendrick and unlike Travis Scott Big Sean can't really drop an album by himself and it just stay on the top 10 like he needs help to a certain extent so all these features scream to me label because his label probably told him hey over time what you put out I think he put out late last year early this year that didn't chart well he put out another song with ASAP Ferg Berserk I think that didn't chart well he came out uh, he put so many features on different albums those didn't chart well came out with the record with Nipsey that didn't chart well came out with like you see where I'm going like when I say don't chart well like he sells good but he doesn't sell great if that makes sense so he came out with harder than my demons which I think is the, the song that label the label wanted him to put out when he put out the Nipsey record they wanted him to put out harder than my demons for the single so when the deep reverence track with Nipsey kind of not flopped but didn't perform the way that Big Sean type like big a big Sean type artist should sell they put out harder than my demons try to make up for the lost single sales because if you don't know when you put out a single it's kind of like adding sales to your album before it comes out so that's why a lot of people why why a lot of artists put out a single and then wait a little bit because the whole collective of sales that add up from that song gets put into the album so the album looks better sales wise sales wise than it would otherwise so Put out harder than my demons it did all right it didn't do like it basically did what all the other songs did so the label's like so all the features like i bet you some of these features was probably on the back burner for the deluxe but as soon as they saw that the harder than my demons didn't chart like that they were like forget it throw all the features on there try to get all the help you can to make these album sales look great so I mean, he has so many features. He has he has nips. Well, we're gonna get into the track list, but basically, 
I wanted to point out that the label probably had him put all these features on here because in my opinion when I was listening to the album it just made me think like what would the album sound like if it was just Big Sean like his verses on this album are so intricate and different flow patterns that it just the, the features don't take away from it but it just basically because it's 21 songs so Big Sean definitely has his fair share of verses uh, of time to like captivate his audience but all the features kind of waters down the album as a whole because once you get to 21 tracks even though he's begun been even though he hasn't put out a project in five years it's still like why are you putting out this many songs like do you really think people is going to sit like because a fan hardcore fan like me will listen to this like i've listened to this album at least 15 times whole like through the whole thing 15 times at least probably way more than that the average fan is going to look at the 21 tracks and just skip to their favorite songs like they're not going to listen to the whole thing in full so that's why i saw that's why when i saw all the features on there and the whole 21 songs i was like okay they're definitely going for sales then the album came out <laughs> and not to say that it didn't sell well but it didn't it's not getting the number one album the number one album is going to somebody we're going to talk about towards the end of this podcast called six nine he's gonna have the number one album but big sean is gonna have the number two album which is not bad because he could end up if he keeps pushing this album the way what i think the label is going to he could he, he could come back and get a number one in his second week but for his first week him not getting number one is a huge blow because like i said his, his solo songs doesn't chart well but he has so many features on this album one of these feature type songs has to blow up so i think that the song with travis and the song with post malone would do great because those artists sell like crazy so i could see him getting a number one for a second week but like nobody would have to drop in in the next in the next thursday night it would nobody big would have nobody big if, if somebody if a big artist puts out music next week i don't think sean's gonna get the number one for his album but i know his label cares about this cares about that obviously because of the track listing and, and the features but as far as big sean himself i don't really think he cares about that too much i was listening to a bunch of interviews and he was just happy to, he was just happy of putting this out like he was just he was saying that this album made him happy basically <laughs> and I mean, he's totally changed since Detroit One back in his uh, mixtape days. I think Detroit One came out like eight years ago. So for Detroit Two to come out, he said it just fulfilled his uh, dreams of of uh, bringing that series full circle. So now we're gonna get into the track listing, and we're gonna get into my what I actually think about the whole album. So we're gonna go track by track, but don't worry. I know it's 21 tracks. We're not gonna get. I'm not gonna give a deep dive on every track. Some I'm just gonna say it's cool and move on. But starting with the first track, this was definitely more than cool. This was one of the best tracks on the album. You know, Big Sean really knows those the type of caliber rapper that Big Sean is. The the intro is always good. Like it's never bad. Big Sean, Drake, Kendrick, they always have great intros to the albums. And it's, and it's solely because they know how to rap and they know how to put a song together. So Why Would I Stop is a great song with him and Hit Boy. And 
yeah, it was, just, it was one of the best tracks on the album. Definitely came out hard. The 808s was hitting. It's one of the tightest 808s I've ever heard. And that's probably nerd talk because y'all probably don't care about that. But Hit Boy did an album with Nas. And that album was great. If y'all want to listen to that, I forget what it's called. It's crazy. I forget what it's called. And I, I love the album. Uh, one second. Okay, I'm looking it up right now. I think the album is... Okay, the album's called King's Disease. So if y'all want to look that up for yourself, the album is called King's Disease. And Hit Boy produced that whole album. It's basically like a Hit Boy and Nas type joint, type project. And they did their thing on that. It was probably one of the best albums of this year, if I'm not... If I'm not... If I remember... It's one of the... One of the best albums, I believe. It's now in my top five, but it's one, it's one of the best. I'm going to get into my top five probably probably towards the end of this year. Because this podcast is not even like... This podcast is doing... Like, also, let me stop. Uh, the people who watch this... Or not watch. <laughs> the people who listen to this podcast, I appreciate y'all a lot. Because like, this... The, the format of this is, is so much more... Um, so much more is intuitive the right word i don't know then the youtube platform like the way that this works and the and the way i put these out and the, the way it gets the, the way people uh take it in and actually absorb the content like people on youtube you like you put something out and they just skip the whole thing and put like and, and just basically comment what they want to comment but for the podcast format you actually had to put in work to find my uh social media and and let me know or, or not let me know but give me a uh, feedback so the feedback is more substance because you have to go through all that to get feedback so i appreciate y'all who actually listen and give me feedback throughout the uh, podcast but anyways getting back into the uh big sean album don't want to get too much into the uh get back give i don't even know what i'm saying <laughs> lucky me uh, the second track on the album this is one of the ones that it, it was cool to me. I've heard it before. Uh, he put out a little snippet and, and it basically ended up on the album. So I heard this before. Lucky Me was just him rapping over. I just gave Hitboy credit, but this is one, one of the most like put me to sleep type beats ever. Like Lucky Me, that beat selection is just. Whew, I don't know if he was going for the Nas effect of having great lyrics, but having a trash beat. But I don't know. Okay. Anyway. Um, and Hit Boy didn't only produce that. Somebody else produced it. So usually Hit Boy only produced songs I liked on this album. Getting to the third track, Deep Reverence featuring Nipsey Hussle. Like I said, that song came out as a single, didn't perform well, and it came out with Harder Than My Demon. But that's later on the track list. Getting into number four, Wolves featuring Post Malone. This is one of the standouts on the album, in my opinion. The dynamic that Big Sean and Post Malone had was probably unexpected because I was thinking that Post Malone would come in with a hook and Big Sean would just rap. But the way that they did it, it, it was kind of that, but they switched it up a little bit to have more chemistry. Like, they went back and forth in the chorus a little bit. Well, not back and forth. They uh, Post Malone was kind of in the background, just ad-libbing what Big Sean was saying. And that was great because Big Sean had a verse, Post Malone had a verse. Post Malone went crazy on his verse. Uh, but the song as a whole was definitely a, stand, uh, a standout. So when I heard the song, I was like, okay, the album's picking up. Then we get into Body Language, number five on the track. Then you have uh, Big Sean, Janae Aiko, and Ty Dolla Sign. And that was that was a great track. Like It was just smooth throughout the whole track. Not really too much to say about that. Big Sean and Je- Janae Aiko obviously have chemistry. <laughs> so um, 
they they did the thing on that track it's just a smooth track throughout the whole like the chorus is smooth everything about the track just says smooth like basically story by Chappelle Dave Chappelle talked about uh, advice his uh, Big Sean's dad gave him after bombing a, a show in Detroit I believe so it's just a story about Dave Chappelle and the, the reason that he had this people may be like why do you have another man talking and not even the track and Detroit the original Detroit had stories from other famous people well I don't even know if they was all famous but they had stories so basically with Detroit 2 they kind of uh, copied that format of the album so for this album they had a story by Dave Chappelle a story by Stevie Wonder a story by Erica Badu but that's later in the album then we get into the second single that they put out after the Nipsey track kind of flopped Harder Than My Demons just didn't really perform the way that I thought it would because this is one of my uh, favorite tracks on the album as well once I heard this uh, as a second single I was like okay well he really has some stuff on this album if, he, if he's putting this as a second single so that's why I knew the album was in good hands when I heard this track not that I didn't, didn't with the Nipsey I just didn't want him with too many features which obviously he ended up having so many features anyway then you get into everything that's missing I think this starts with an interlude with his dad like I think his dad starts off talking on this I think his dad starts off talking on this track but if I'm not mm, I don't know I don't really know too much about this track it's kind of forgettable to me but it's not bad it's just okay getting into Zen well Zen the um the expletive out so uh ztfo to keep it short was cool a cool track produced by no idea that's that's huge and big sean did his thing on that album like the big sean did his thing on that track not album sorry but the, the track was all right it was cool not nothing too special a lot of my friends really like this track like they say that this is one of the best but i don't know i, I think it's all right <laughs> i don't think it's too i don't think it's too crazy but i don't think it's bad i think it's it i think it's a great transition to the next track <laughs> that sounds so bad <laughs> number 10 we have guard your heart featuring anderson pock um early mac and wale this this track was cool i think wale had the best verse on this album <laughs> best uh, best i can't even talk best verse on this track not album definitely not this album not to say wale is a ba bad rapper but he's he was he was a standout on this track so the song was just cool um, and then we get into my favorite track on the album and I'm actually going to play this because I have I'm actually this is going to be one of the songs I play a snippet of because this is my favorite track on the album this is Big Sean Young Thug and Hit Boy so throughout this whole album like the whole theme of respect and even Young Thug his verse is has actual substance not saying that young thug raps without substance but just saying that he has more than he usually has for some like some songs he just comes out and say like y'all know how young thug is <laughs> but um, this song young thug was in this conscious bag and the the way that they, they bounced off each other well not they didn't really bounce it the way that the song formatted it, it was it was great and kept me engaged throughout the whole i think four minutes of this track like this is my favorite track of the album because it's just a great theme like it's a great theme and i love great themes that's replayable that's replayable those are my favorite track type tracks something that everybody can relate to but also has that bop that makes it relatable and now i'm about to play a little bit of the song to let y'all to let y'all know a little bit of what i'm talking about first i'm going to make sure 
make sure I play the right part. These are gonna be the explicit version because I couldn't find the clean version. I didn't feel like looking it up on YouTube. So for those that have uh, soft ears <laughs> and don't wanna hear any uh, too much cursing for this album, yeah, for this album, we, we just got to live with uh, Big Sean cursing. Well, not in some other people, but we're gonna get into that. Okay, one second. I just totally missed that whole thing. Okay. Trying to navigate Spotify is kind of hard. Speaking of Spotify, do y'all watch the uh, Joe Budden sh uh, podcast? He definitely, he's definitely going at Spotify right now. I don't know. Kind of like the Epic Game situation. Like, I don't really know where he thinks he's going to go with that. But anyways, okay. I got the respect it queued up in the part I want to play. So, here you go right now. You can listen to the one of the... This is a snippet of my favorite track on Detroit 2. Kano, body, do me dirty, bitch. All that fake shit over, we don't take, we take shit over. Army, Navy, paper soldiers, cut the grass and face the cobras. I'm a walking bucket list, product of my suffering. Kobe at the record, bitch. Tripling, doubling, running and shit. I learned that praying is not ammunition. Please let it rain down till it drown on my city. The fruits of my labor came all to fruition. You talking about I, you ain't got no vision. We not me, little bitch. Built like we sell bricks. Fuck blogs, read my lips. Doing me dirty, the only thing that you won't do in this bitch. Bitch. So, as you can tell, um, that was definitely the explicit version. <laughs> but uh, the reason why I say this is my favorite like track on the album is because, like, in that, I think it was 20 to 30 seconds I just played, he had three to four different flows. And for people who don't rap, it's kind of like, uh, well, so what? But the people who, like, pay attention to that type of stuff, like, that's not easy. You don't just go in the booth and write, okay... This I want to do a flow here and then flow here. Like people just stick to one flow and then that's it throughout the whole song. And that 30 to 40 seconds, he had four different flows, which is, in my opinion, this is really hard to do. And really makes him that's why I he's my favorite rapper, because I believe he's one of the best rappers of all time. Not in the top five. I'm not saying nothing crazy like that. Not even my top ten, but I'm just saying he's one of the best. So um Getting into the next track, Lithuania featuring Travis Scott, produced by Hitboy, of course. Um, this track was really good. I don't know if this is one of my... Yeah, okay, this is one of my standouts, so I'm going to play a little snippet from this. This this is my second favorite track, I think, on the album. And the funny thing about this is the back-to-back -back Respected and Lithuania are back-to-back. -back. So this is my favorite sequence of the whole entire album. Actually, sometimes when I pull up the album, I just go straight to Respect It and let it play out and then start from the beginning. So this is my favorite sequence on the album. Travis Scott does his thing, but speaking of flows, when I talked about with Respect It, this is one of the reasons why I really like um, Big Sean's, the way he raps, like in general, because the way he picked this flow on this track is just crazy. So I'm going to play this little snippet that has a little bit of the flow that I'm talking about. But for the most part, uh, Travis Scott was on another song, I, f I forget, but he was rapping and he was kind of in the background. So it wasn't like, I think it was on ZTFO. He was in the background giving ad-libs, but he wasn't really like, um, like he didn't give a verse. So that was kind of weird. <laughs> I was like, why would he be in the background vocals but not give a voice? But that, I think that goes, I think that ties back to my theory of, of Big Sean not being able to like, carry songs on his own on the charts the billboard charts they try, try to put like travis scott in the background to kind of have like a, a um a pop effect so like he could chart by himself but i don't know that's just my theory of how big sean has trouble charting by himself but anyways this is a little snippet from lithuania this is my 
second favorite track on the album. I haven't really ranked these yet. I know Respect is my favorite, but Lithuania is, is up there. So let's play that snippet right now. Don't talk to me like I'm not me. Graveyard no. up late, shit. I'm with the zombies. Uh. Going insane, hard to contain. Came as a beat, my heart is the same. You know it's flame. If I'm in this hoe, it's Scotty. Long list of problems, long list of blessings. Make a shorter first one, never I wait a second. Yeah, military with the tactics, multi millions, multi facets. She like Prince and Michael Jackson, purple rain and mirrors, dancing savage, Vinci matching with the lingerie socks. That was just insane. Hold on, we we gotta run that back. That was that was just insane. That's my I think that's my favorite like verse on the album. Like not my favorite verse. That's my favorite flow on the album. And people be like, What you listen to flows? Like I really like I be deep diving into the the way these rappers like put together songs. Like it, it's very interesting to me to say the least. But we have to run that back. Let's run it back one more time. I loved it. I love this whole flow. Don't talk to me like I'm not me. No. Graveyard up late, shit. I'm with the zombies. Uh. Going insane, hard to contain. Came as a beat, my heart is the same. You know it's flame. If I'm in this hoe, it's Scotty. Long list of problems, long list of blessings. Make a shorter first one, never I wait a second. Yeah, military with the tactics, multi millions, multi facets. She like Prince and Michael Jackson, purple rain and mirrors, dancing savage, Vinci matching with the lingerie socks. Uh, yeah, that's that's even listening back to it like i just want to keep replaying it like that's that's insane like that flow pattern that's that's insane that's something special right there <laughs> like y'all can tell I'm, I'm a huge like y'all can tell big sean is my favorite rapper by my voice right now like that that flows incredible okay anyways let, let me get to the next before i replay that again so that was lithuanian featuring travis scott that was that that verse was towards the end of the song like the last 30 seconds well no not the last 30 seconds i don't know it was towards the end of the song then we get the full circle by featuring diddy wayne uh, diddy and key wayne and i'm not gonna lie probably my my uh in my opinion probably the worst track on the album like and it's not even because of big shine it's, it's because like why you why you got diddy like it's the Birdman effect like why like when Lil Wayne's put Birdman on his track, like why is he there? Like he's not a rapper. I mean, he may be a rapper. I don't want to, you know, old heads gonna come out. Hey, you don't remember Diddy was rapping with Biggie and it was in the studio. He was writing 16s for Biggie and, and Jay Z. No, okay. I don't really, I don't care about none of that. <laughs> Full circle, Diddy ruined that whole entire song. Like I listen to all, I listen to every time I listen to the album and I get to that song, I play it to Diddy's part where he's talking about. I love you like my first million. No, I just cut it off. I'm like, ain't nobody trying to hear that. Ain't no, nobody's trying to hear that. Getting into the time in. Getting into number 14. Time in featuring 2088. This is basically uh, Big Sean and Janae Aiko. Like I said, they have chemistry. <laughs> but uh, this song was cool. Nothing too, nothing too crazy. Story by Erica Badu. I mean, it's a story by Erica Badu. I don't really know too much of what she was saying. You know, she be trying to uh, uh, hypnotize people through her words and stuff. So. I don't know. You got to watch out for her. Anyways, number 16, Feed. Solid. Number 17, The Baddest. I liked what he did. Produced by No ID. I like what No ID did. I, I like what No ID and Big Sean did with the concept of this. I think Big Sean said he had a live Detroit ba band or some type of famous band play the whole uh, beat out and just rapped over it. So that was crazy. He said that. To, I think he said that took the longest to produce on this album. 
so that song the baddest took the longest to produce on detroit 2 and you can definitely hear it when you listen back and then we're almost done like, that's what i'm saying 21 tracks is just too much like it's too much man not for me but i, I think from a general consumer the common consumer it's, it's too much for them <laughs> it's basically too much you gotta be like chris brown to do that and even then they be saying he go crazy but anyway 18 we get to don life featuring one of my favorite rappers of all time lil wayne uh lil wayne definitely out rap big sean on this album but i'm i'm not I keep saying album out rap big sean on this track but big sean always sets himself like even with kendrick he always sets himself up he goes first and then he just gets out rap like he needs to go last whenever he has these type of rappers on the track and then number 19 my uh third favorite well in in the context of this podcast this is my third favorite track off the album and it's the friday night cypher because when i tell you i've never listened to a song but how long is this song hold on i'm gonna play this i'm, I'm gonna play the star you're gonna hear a little bit of it I'm, I'm just playing it for the minutes one second okay this song is nine minutes and 28 seconds i've never listened to a nine minute 28 second song in my life Anyways, okay, get into the <laughs> get into the uh, Friday Night Cipher. So this is uh, probably my third favorite track in the context of this podcast. The, my third favorite track on the album, and that's because of uh, the the Royce the Five Nines uh, verse on on the album. Like, well, not album on the track. It's nine minutes and twenty eight seconds. So if you want to skip to it, I believe it's like because I have it marked on here. I think it's the five minute fifty eight second five minutes and 58 second uh, mark and then he goes to like 628 i'm gonna play his snippet when it doesn't go to 628 it goes longer than that but that's the snippet i'm going to play i think he had the best verse on this um friday night cypher is one of the best tracks off of this album in my opinion so that's why i highlighted to play a little snippet of it but so y'all can hear that right first i'm gonna go to it but let me know so me going through this track list. Let me know what is what is your favorite track off the album, and who do you think had the best verse on the album? Like, was it Big Sean? Because Big Sean obviously it was his album. He had a lot of verses, but some of the verses on this album is really good. Like, he has some. Even though I don't like all the features he had on the album, the verses, the features that he did have definitely came with their best material. So, here yeah, I'm talking. I haven't even put it uh, went to Royce's verse yet, but this is one of the. This might be the. Now, I wouldn't say this is the best verse on the album, but this is up there. This is definitely top three verses on this entire album, Big Sean included. So, this is uh, Royce the Five Nines part right quick. I'm going to go to it. I don't think y'all can hear it right quick. One second. Okay, I'm unmuted so y'all can hear it. This is the snippet from Friday Night Cypher featuring like 50 million other rappers. But this is my favorite uh, verse off the, off the track. Name a nigga out of the D as solid as me. I unlocked a lot of dollars, nigga. Knowledge is key. I did it all without a college degree. I went from high to sign artist, down died of a G. Street lord, rock bottom, Godfather and P. D boy, rock Wallace, Sean Sider and T. Standing on the corner three days, phone is on Motorola prepaid. Diodora or go to Lise's. These are order from the older East Bay's. Cheese the rolling with the owners or the Lise's. A kind man knows a blind man holds grudges. A wise man knows a wise man knows nothing. I so as you can tell, Royce the Five Nine definitely went crazy on that song. Um, 
the, the wise man bar is probably the standout to me. Talking about wise man knows a wise man knows nothing. I, I like that bar. Cause he, he always just has those little huge gems in his uh in his in his verses. The, the verse wasn't too long. None of these verses were too long. I mean it was a nine minute and twenty-eight seconds song. So every rapper, there's a lot of rappers on this. Like if I went through the whole list, it'll be too much. But I think it's like T Grizzly. I'm not even gonna try. I know Eminem basically the standouts on this track that you need to know is Eminem, of course, he's the last verse on this album. I keep saying album. Last verse on this track. Big Sean goes like in the middle of this track. Uh Royce the Five Nines goes Royce the Five Nine goes like right before him. Not right before. What's it? Uh, Royce the 5'9 goes right before Eminem. Cash Doll goes second at the start of this track. And she has a surprisingly has a very interesting verse. Um I think T, T Grizzly starts off this track. I'm not too sure about that. Anyways, um, so yeah, that's how I feel about the third, in my opinion, the third best track on this album. Um, then getting into the story by Stevie Wonder. It's a story by Stevie Wonder. <laughs> I don't really have too much to say about that. Uh, Stevie Wonder. I think I think Big Sean had a bar about him, like saying that Stevie Wonder can see, but so that that kind of threw me off when they collaborated on this. But I don't know. I guess Stevie Wonder got over that something like that. Anyways, imagine telling a blind man he can see. Like that's so disrespectful. Anyways, uh, getting to the last track off the album, Still I Rise. Um. Every time I listen to, uh, no, every time I read Still I Rise, I always think about that verse. I don't know who it came from. I think it was like Still I Rise, uh, Maya Angelou vibes. Yeah, I definitely think I botched that whole thing. Anyways, that was the last track off the album. Not really too much to say about that track because um, I don't really think Big Sean, I mean, he always does good on his outros, but I don't really think that was his strongest outro. Like, I decided, I think he had the, the, bigger than me i think that's what the song was called like that outro was way better than this outro so not not saying he fell off with outros because that's a real specific complaint but uh the album outro didn't really do too much for me it basically just got me back to the beginning because like i said i've listened to this album so many times so i just had this on repeat but um so yeah that's my uh, album detroit 2 review my favorite track off of this was definitely respected um, featuring Young Thug. Second favorite track was the Lithuania joint with Travis Scott. And third was the Friday Night Cypher. Just because a 9 minute and 28 seconds should not keep my attention for that long. Like, I've never listened to a song that long. And I've listened to that song multiple times. Eminem's verse is really strong on that. I mean, I don't even know why I said that. Eminem always has a strong verse. So, but that, uh, yeah, that's all I really had about to say about that it's it's tough it's it's really tough being a big sean fan because him not outselling six nine is just man that's tough i mean Alex, the six we're gonna get into six nine uh to the later part of this podcast but six nine sold like 150,000 first week so he's gonna have a number one which is crazy i, I don't even i didn't really listen to it i listen well we're gonna get into it <laughs> basically but yeah so big sean's gonna come number two this week hopefully he can come number one next week if a big artist doesn't drop but i highly doubt it as what i said like what i said at the beginning of this uh, review big sean doesn't really do a chart well on a billboard by himself but with with features i believe that this may carry him to a number one in week two so um, share this podcast to people who like in-depth music reviews like this and just like talking about or hearing about music. Um, keep 
sending topics in and, and telling me letting me know what you think of um just let me know what topics you want me to like to cover like the apple versus epic games thing like that was a huge thing that like i've, I've never got like a, a recommendation for a topic before but keep sending those in to my link tree in my bio um direct direct message me on any of those social media platforms so that was the my big sean detroit 2 review and now we're gonna switch it up right quick 